me and the Lord, we got an understanding. We're on a mission from God. Well, hello. Welcome to Simple Joe. I am Joe. Today is Wednesday, February 10th, 2021. This is the show where you'll hear me talk about things that strike my interest. As you know, if you've been listening, I do the show to become a better podcaster. I show up every day to talk about things that interest me, to talk about things that I find interesting, and to talk about interesting things. I hope the show is interesting. If you are listening, and you may very well be the only one, I would really appreciate your feedback. Let me know how I'm doing. Am I saying um too much? Am I talking too fast? Am I using crutch words like like um and uh and you know and so and let's see and so on and so forth? Am I getting lost when I'm reading? How am I doing when I'm reading an article? Do I sound natural? So let me know. Let me know what you think, because I'm trying to get better every single day. My goal is to be a better Joe today than I was yesterday. You can email me at joe at thesimplejoe.com. That's joe at thesimplejoe.com. Well, the white death continues today in Cincinnati. We thought we were going to get a a bit of a reprieve, and at least in the Cincinnati area, it appeared that the bulk of the snow and the freezing rain was going to make its way to the southern parts of the area, mainly uh, actually southern, the south part of northern Kentucky, I guess you could call that. But it hit us. It hit us directly. I think we got another three inches or so this afternoon and this evening. It is 941 as I'm talking to you right now. And it is currently 21 degrees Fahrenheit and it is snowing and we're expected to get snow throughout the night. We saw a high today of 26 degrees and a low today of 19. Tomorrow, there's no snow in the forecast. We'll see a high of 26 and a low of 15. Still going to be chilly, chilly nights tomorrow or excuse me, Friday. It looks to be a really nice day, a high of 32 a low of 19, but a lot of sunshine. Same thing with uh, Sunday. Uh, sandwiched in there was is Saturday. We uh, looks like some clouds. Not not a kind of a gloomy day, but we got some snow. We got a lot of snow. In fact, I was heading over to the house to do some work this evening to meet a contractor there to get a couple bids on some things, and he. Called me, said he was on his way. I left the house, hit the roads, hit the first hill, slid down that first hill a little bit, realized I'm not going to make it. Called him and we are going to reschedule. In 1930 today, actor Robert Wagner was born. He is 91. I remember Robert Wagner from the show, Robert Wagner, Robert Wagner from the show Heart to Heart. I think that was in the 80s. Yeah, 70s, 80s. It kind of all blurs together. And I don't think it was late as the 90s, maybe 70s or 80s. I'm thinking more like 80s. It was a husband, wife, detective team. I think it was pretty popular. He is 91 years old today. In 1950, athlete Mark Spitz, swimmer Mark Spitz, uh, was uh, it turned, it turned 71 today. 
He, of course, won seven gold medals in the 1972 Olympics. And up until Michael Phelps was the most decorated athlete in the Olympics. Michael, Michael Phelps blew that away. I don't know by how many. I think nine or ten. He has gold medals, I'm thinking. I'm not sure. But Mark Spitz was born in 1950 today. In 1951, Bob Iger was born today, chairman of the board of the Walt Disney Company. Uh, he is 70 years old today. Connecticut Kurt probably knew that, probably has it tacked up on his wall, and probably sending him a birthday card as we speak. Kurt has a podcast of his own called Geekin on WDW at geekinonwdw.com. Great show, great family uh, community he has built there. So, Kurt, if you're listening, don't forget to send Bob a birthday card. In 1955, Greg Norman turns 66. Golf great Greg Norman turns 66 today. In 1961, George Stephanopoulos was born, and he turns 60 today. George Stephanopoulos is, of course, the, the ABC news commentator, news anchor. I think he does the morning show. He does the Sunday political show. He did work for Bill Clinton, and I think he does actually a really good job. Fairly, fairly fair and balanced. I know that's Fox's thing, but I, I think George does a pretty decent job so far as left-wing liberal media types go. <laughs> Talking about just the opposite, 1964, commentator and radio personality, Talk show extraordinaire. I like listening to this guy. Glenn Beck turns 57 today. Uh, not that I necessarily agree with everything that he says, but I think he is a fairly entertaining show. He, you know, does some pretty crazy things. He has a heavy libertarian leaning, as do I. I think he puts on a quality program, though, for whatever it's worth. I don't agree with everything he says, but Glenn Beck does a good job. He turns 57 today. And in 1967, actress Laura Dern was born today. She is 54. Happy birthday, Laura Dern. And huge, great, big, dynamic, happy birthday to my youngest daughter. She turns 20 years old today. Hashtag no longer a teenager. Love you, kid. Happy birthday. So I was reading an article. In preparation for this show, I don't do a whole lot of show prep, but I want to do a little bit to bring something that interests me and may be of value to you. And I found this news article, this article written by Deep Patel called the 18. It's not really a news article. It's an article written by Deep Patel. Uh, he is from entrepreneur.com and he wrote an article called 18 Destructive Habits Holding You Back from Success. So what I thought I would do is I would read through these 18 destructive habits as I uh, as the show goes. Not all of them today, but we'll pick a couple every day, make some commentary on them, see what Deep thinks about them, and uh, see what I think about them. And if you want to let me know what you think about them, give me a give me a shout. Email me Joe at thesimplejoe.com. So this is from Deep Patel. Habits are the foundation of our everyday lives. We build our daily practices and eventually our habits and routines shape us. 
We either build good habits that support us as we move toward our goals or bad ones that undermine our ability to achieve and succeed. One thing is for certain, it's going to be difficult to reach your dreams if you are living with a slew of bad habits. Here are 18 destructive habits that may be holding you back from your ultimate success. Number one, and I don't think this is like in any particular order, so I'm not reading like the top bad habit, and I don't think number 18 is the least bad habit or vice versa. I think these are all just there. Number one, seeking approval. If you are focused on what others think of you, you aren't listening to yourself. Your attempts to gain approval from others will only hold you back. There are times when it's good to get the opinion of others, but you don't need constant accolades from everyone around you. You are your own person with your own successes and failures. Eventually, you have to stand on your own two feet. I This is a big problem. And there's been times in my life that I sought the approval of some somebody in an authority in, in an authority position and sometimes they led me well and sometimes they uh they led me astray but the truth is both both times it's my fault it's my fault uh, when you seek the approval of others and you only seek the approval of others you tend to not follow your own wisdom and i think no matter how old we are no matter what we've been through we have our own innate wisdom based on the experiences that we've had, the mistakes we've made, and the uh, just the life we've life we've been through. And I don't even think we know that we have this wisdom. It's there. The wisdom is there. But if you're always seeking the approval of others and you're always looking to them to guide you, you will never find your own path. You will never find your own way. Look to yourself. Seek wisdom from others. Um, there are there is certainly wisdom to be gained, and I think we're fools if we don't seek the wisdom of others. But if we're always seeking others' approval, we're only follow we're following their path. We're not following our path. Number two, shifting the blame. It's tempting to shift the blame off your own shoulders. In fact, it's natural to want to attribute shortcomings to someone or something else instead of making excuses. Start taking action. Stop looking for reasons why it isn't your fault and consider what changes you should make to fix the problem. No matter what the circumstances, you have control over your actions. Find a way to turn that negative into a positive. And I say, I think I said this in the seeking approval part. Most things in your life, most things in my life, are a result of my decisions. And if the result result of my decisions, the result, I mean, if the result of my decisions, it's my fault. And I've got no one else to blame. Now, if somebody hits me with a car and there's a dent in my car, that person's to blame for that dent in my car. But that's not what I'm talking about. The positions we find ourselves in life, I believe, um, are a result of our own actions and our own decisions primarily primarily what we tend to do we meaning me sometimes is the understanding that it's my fault that's hard to handle and if i can find a shortcoming in somebody else 
that I can connect to it being that I can connect that shortcoming to what is happening to me at the moment and it takes the pressure off me. Sometimes I do that. And usually it's the the people closest to me, my wife, my kids, closer co-workers, people who I think should have known better. But ultimately, it's my fault. My position in my life is my fault. Your position in your life is your fault. Good or bad. And the beautiful thing about that is because it's your fault, because it's my fault, we can do something about it right now, today, this very moment. We have control. Don't shift the blame. Take responsibility. Take responsibility. Number three, undefined goals. Many people have an idea, concept, or dream that they want to turn into reality. But without a firm plan and a clear vision, you have no way of achieving, of achieving anything. Defining your goals is the first step towards making them happen. It's about creating a roadmap that will guide you. Without a plan to pull you into the future, you can easily go off course without even knowing it. I am struggling with the idea of goal setting. I'm not sure it's the best thing for me. I think it's the best thing for some. I don't think it's the best thing for me. I've not, I've not gotten my mind around this yet. I've taken, I've read so many goal setting books, taken goal setting, goal setting courses. One of the best courses I took was Michael Hyatt's Your Best Year Ever. But it's so comprehensive and so detailed and so, I mean, it's just meaty. It's meaty. And if you go through the course and you follow it exactly, you're bound to succeed. You really are. But it just doesn't stick with me. And I'm not sure why. I have to wrap my mind around this idea of goals. Are, is striving for a goal all the time a good thing? Or is it, are you just better off to define the values of your life, define what's important, and just be, be a better person based on those values today than you were yesterday? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with this whole goal setting thing. I don't know where, that, where it's going to take me, but there we are. You know what? Let's, let's leave it at that for the list today. Those are three, three interesting items. Number one, seeking approval. Two, shifting the blame. Three, undefined goals. And we have 15 more to go. We'll, we'll pick and choose. We, might, we may not read all 18, but we'll pick and choose and see what we can, what we can find. Here's the deal. Would you rather never own a car or never own a pet? So my knee-jerk answer to this is I would rather never own a pet. Now, in almost, uh, gosh, 28 years, in 28 years, I've always had a pet. So it's easy to say, ah, I'm, I'm sick of these pets. I'm sick of these dogs. I'm sick of these cats. We have three cats right now that I cannot wait to, for them to go somewhere else. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> but, but you know, the truth is when those cats go, I'm going to miss them. 
I kind of, you know, there's, there's things I appreciate about them being around. Uh, they'll, they'll nuzzle up to me and I'll, I'll be forced to pet them and I'll be forced to rub their ears. I'll be forced to do that. Uh, but the truth is I, I like these cats, but on the other hand, they're, um, they're destructive and I just can't have them. I just can't have these cats anymore. That being said, uh, I think it, it depends on my situation. If I could get by without owning a car and ride my bike and walk everywhere I would go, I might pick that one. But assuming it's my lifestyle right now, hmm, I might be changing my mind on this one, actually. Never owning a pet. I think having a dog is an important part of kind of being a family. I don't know why I say that. It just seems a home doesn't seem to be a home without a dog. A little pet running around. I'm not sure. Well, boy, this is, I thought I had this one nailed when I first read it. You know what? Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go with never own a pet. You're going to need a car. You're going to need a car sometime, somewhere. Uh, or is the keyword own? Would you rather never own a car? Could I borrow a car every once in a while? Could I rent a car if I wanted to drive to vacation? Hmm. I'm leaning, still leaning towards never own a pet. I think you have to have, in today's society, you have to have a car for the most part. Uh, and if I have to give up one or the other, it's probably going to be a pet. That's not a solid answer, I know. No confidence there. But let's wrap it up for today. You can reach me on Twitter at, at 4 Joe Taylor. That's at 4 Joe Taylor on Twitter. And if you like the show, I would certainly appreciate it. If maybe, possibly, you told a couple friends. But make sure you set the stage. Let them know that this is just Joe practicing podcasting. And he wants to get better every day. So get ready to give him feedback. Thank you so much for listening. You mean a lot to me. If you want to visit the website, the simplejoe.com is my website. I appreciate you. Thanks again for listening. I will talk with you tomorrow. Take care. Uh-huh.